What is up, New York? It's your big rig here. Uh, so we got Wednesday, um, midweek kind of review. Go over football coming up, a little bit of baseball, basketball. Rangers played last night. They had a pretty decent game. Um, I'm going to go over that stuff. 347-989-0635 is the number to call. Uh, follow me at the Big Rig Show on Twitter, and uh, we have a lot, you know, a lot of things going on. It, the Jets were quiet yesterday um, during the trade deadline. So were the Giants. You kind of figured they were going to maybe bring in Matt Flynn again, and they didn't do anything. They had no, no one did anything but the Broncos, and the Broncos are trying to get Joe Thomas out of Cleveland. And I'm pretty sure that Joe Thomas it w- would have been devastated by that trade. Now, not only the fact that, uh, you know, he's one of the best tackles in the league and he wants to stay put because he said he, he kind of wanted to, you know, not abandon ship and stay with his team. He has loyalty, but the whole team just did. I guess they believe in why, what Mike Penn's doing over there. And Mike Penn used to be with the, the jets a few years back with Rex Ryan. I don't necessarily think he knows what he's doing. He's kind of got like a mess over there. You have Johnny Manziel starting tomorrow night. Uh, I don't understand why they keep on switching quarterbacks. I can't understand why they don't just pick one. McCallan is not a, a bad quarterback. I mean, sometimes he throws for over 400 yards. But I guess I, there has to be something going on in Cleveland. I, I don't know. As far as around the league, there's a bunch of stuff going on. Uh, you know, Belichick overblowing the Redskins this week. As usual, he overblows every team he plays. I, I don't know why he does that. He gets it gets annoying to the point where you just don't even want to hear him anymore. You know they're going to beat him. You know they're going to destroy them. I, I guess he doesn't want to be a cocky ass, but Belichick, come on, that 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 humble approach to every game just everyone sees through it. It doesn't matter anymore. Stop talking like that. We all know you're gonna or you're gonna you know wipe the floor with them. So just leave it at that. Don't say anything about them. How's that sound? Belichick, Deshaun Jackson is going to be a big threat. Yeah, okay. When's the last time Deshaun Jackson has been a big threat to anybody? The whole league is is down this year, it seems. You know, teams that you thought were going to be all right, like the Colts, you know, that division is a mess, an absolute disgrace. Three and five, two teams tied for three and five in that division. And you have – it almost reminds me of the – NFC West a couple of years ago when you had a seven and nine team win the division. And um, it, it just, I don't know where, where these divisions are coming out of where these teams can't be competitive. At least one team in a division can't be competitive. I guess it's a salary cap issue. And it's also an issue of not willing to spend the money on the right players and stuff. So that's where they come out with that. Uh, as far as the jets and giants go, Giants have the Bucks this week. The Jets have the the Jaguars. Two two bad football teams. Both teams are playing. We're gonna go into each of them, break them down one on one a little later on in the show. Uh, as far as the basketball goes, Knicks play the Cavaliers. Now the Knicks have opened up the last five games against playoff caliber teams, and it's a it's a rough schedule for them. So if they come out of this, you know, two and three or even three and two, I don't see them beating the Cavaliers tonight, but they might. And if they come out three and two or two or three, that's going to be great. It's going to be great for them. It, it's a 
it's a rough uphill battle for them right now, and they're and they're playing decently. The Mets are uh, the Nets are over zero and four, playing the Hawks, who are four and one tonight. <clears throat> now, I don't see the Nets doing any sort of damage whatsoever in in the East. Uh, the East is just a bad division. Uh, the West is gonna. You can bring off the. You can bring over the worst team in the West, and they'll be a playoff contender in the East. That's just how this basketball thing's gonna go this year, and that's how it's gone for the last couple of years. Uh, Cleveland's three and one for the Knicks. Knicks are two and two. I guess uh, uh, Cleveland has a, a really good team, strong. They have you know most of the players back from last year. LeBron is there. Yeah, anytime you have LeBron James, you're gonna win. You're going to win basketball games. So we'll talk about that. Uh, we'll go into a little bit of hockey. Uh, you know, hockey's not really my strong suit, but the Rangers won their first place all by themselves again. Uh, it was kind of like a five-way team tie uh, yesterday, and now they're kind of separating themselves. They're they're 8-2-2. Two and two. I think in the last, uh, you know, seven or eight games, they're they're like 6-2, six and 6-6. Six wins, zero losses, two ties. The Rangers are becoming unstoppable again. And you got to think that they're going to be making a strong run in the playoffs. And that I guess I guess you can say that because every year they're making a strong run into the playoffs and they haven't really lost anybody. They kept their team, kept the same coaching philosophy. And that's what happens when you're that consistent in a sport. Like, let's say, NFL, the Patriots, you know, I know they changed their outer shell of the team, but you keep Gronk, you keep Edelman, you keep Brady, you keep Belichick. That's all you need to win with those four. You can have the team score as many points as you want on them. Brady's going to find a way to win. And the Rangers find a way to win. And they're dominating, dominating right now. So we'll go into that uh, a little later. The Islanders played the Devils. Uh, Islanders are in second place now, which is kind of – they're going to be kind of going back and forth with the Rangers all year. The Devils, you're going to see them slowly fade out, then fade back in, then fade back out. That's the kind of team they are right now. They're they're not a good hockey team. Uh, they're probably going to be somewhere close to the playoffs, as usual. And once they do get into the playoffs, the Devils are always a dangerous team because they know how to win in the playoffs, but they got a new coaching regime, uh, so that might be a little difficult. And uh, we'll talk about that a little later, so... Got a lot on the table. Uh, later on in the week, we're going to have our football picks. Probably Friday, we'll do our football picks with Hulse's hot picks. And then tomorrow, we have a couple people coming in for uh, the Jets and Giants. We're going to talk to them, see where the kind of where their season's going in in that respect, and see what 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 kind of season they had so far with them, and ask them, you know, what they think of playoff caliber team is and and are the Giants and the Jets you know up to quota with that so we'll go over that a little later we're going to take a break 347-989-0635 is the number to call follow me at the Big Rig Show on Twitter back after this
Big Rig Show here, 347-989-0635 is the number to call. Follow me at the Big Rig Show on Twitter. Um, we're going to go over a little football right now and stick with the uh, – we'll stick with the Jets talk. Now, the Jets have a lot of decisions to make this week. Obviously, we have the Jaguars coming in. The Jaguars are 2-5. and five. They beat the Dolphins and they beat the Bills. You're not really concerned about who they beat. Uh, Dolphins and Bills are a bad football team right now. They, they actually look better than they did in the beginning of the year. You actually thought this division was going to be a lot more competitive than it is right now. And it's shaping it to be not the case. And the Jets are, are making the division come down a little bit, too. I mean, we're 4-3. and three. Yeah, we have a winning record, but you, you lose to the Raiders and the uh, Eagles, who the Raiders are, you know, a pretty decent team, but the Eagles are below 500. And the Patriots were the other loss. So uh, the Jets need to absolutely 100% come out with a win this week. If they lose this game, you're going to see, you know, the smoke signal start uh, flaring up and people abandoning ship and calling for so-and-so to do this, that, the other thing. You're going to see a lot of that. They didn't make any moves going into the trade deadline yesterday. Uh, they moved the guy up from their practice squad today, a wide receiver win. Uh, that's not going to really make a difference. As far as that telling you that they worked out seven guys yesterday and a lot of them were wide receivers and not quarterbacks, I means probably tells you that Brandon Marshall's hurt and Eric Decker are hurt. So uh, don't be surprised if one of them is not going to be in the, uh, on, in, in the starting lineup this week and not a, a, a in an active list. So we'll see what happens there. You almost got to look at the jets right now and take it week by week. You can't get ahead of yourself anymore. Cause you kind of were in the beginning of the year. <clears throat> you were in the beginning of the year and now you really can't. Um, you were thinking about the playoffs. You're thinking how great this defense was. You're thinking no one was going to stop them, but you can't really win on defense alone, it'll get you into the playoffs, but it's not going to take you to the Super Bowl like it used to. And the last time someone did that was probably the 2000, you know, Ravens. And since then it's been, you know, 14 years. So uh, defense is very hard to carry you unless you get your, uh, one of these starting quarterbacks on a, on a really good or really bad day rather where they're not completing their passes and, and you go because it's just so hard to cover these receivers now with all the rules in place and stuff. And I'm not making excuses for the Jets. I'm really not. But you have a secondary like you have, and you're still having problems covering, you know, receivers, especially with the with the Raiders. It, it just makes it kind of hard. Everything every time you touch someone, every time you go for a ball. I talked about this yesterday. You're you're getting a flag called on you, so you got to kind of leave a cushion. You can't, you know, pretty much jam at the line anymore. And when you can't do stuff like that, you can't play your brand of football. When you can't play your brand of football. You're going to lose games, and you're going to lose games to the Raiders. And not saying the Raiders are a bad team because they're they're shaping into a good team this year, but they have to they have to do a better job on defense. And, and a lot of Jets players are coming out and saying, oh, we need to do a better job. It's all on us. You know, just give us give us almost like a second chance here. No one's getting on you, Jets. Like, you're the ones that are, are – I mean, 
maybe you're reading your Twitter feeds or what what's going on. You guys should really not be paying attention to that. You should be paying paying attention to what's going on on the field. And it's kind of ridiculous that you're coming out and addressing these problems right now because it's only one game, and you're four and three. You win this week and it's all over. You know, no one no one remembers this. You know, you keep on. You have three losses. You can if you win out, you still go thirteen and three. Um, so, I'm not saying you're going to win out, but you have a really soft schedule. You're playing the Jaguars this week. You should beat them. Uh, the Jaguars are kind of uh, kind of like a young, you know, rookie team that doesn't know doesn't know how to win football games yet. But they they seem to click every now and then. When they start clicking, they can score. Blake Bortles, believe it or not is one of the top five quarterbacks in the league for fantasy. I bet, bet you a lot of people didn't know that. And so he can actually play the game. So when he starts clicking and turns and the two, the two Allens start uh, coming together, Robinson, it, it, it could be deadly. And I think that I'm pretty sure they lost their uh, their running back. Um, I'm not I'm not too sure if, they, if he's still around. But um, they can come in and, and, and beat you. So if they do that, um, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a rough game on Sunday. Uh, I'm not saying it's gonna be. I think that I'm hope hoping the Jets can go in there and well, not what's at our it's at home, so it doesn't really matter. They're coming to us. Um, they're gonna come into our stadium, and I think we're just gonna absolutely dominate them. Uh, they're 23rd in offense. We're seventh. They're 21st in defense. We're third. We moved back one. We were second last week. Uh, not that it matters, but, you know, when you play a game like that, that's what happens. Um, 17th in passing. We're 16th. Uh, for um, a difference of last year to this year, as far as passing goes, hey, we'll sign up for 16th. We'll, we'll cut our, our our thing in half because <laughs> that's what happened. We uh, We were 32nd last year, so now we're 16th, so I'll take that. And um, rushing, they're 25th, we're 7th. So, um, as far as the league rankings go, we're beating them in every category, as much as that means, you know. You can take that with a grain of salt. Uh, Head-to-head matchups, uh, 2000, we beat them 37-13. Uh, 2012-17-10, we beat them. And 2011, we beat them 32-3. So, we're 3-0 in our last three games against them. Uh, they just don't look like a good football team. So I, I don't think we're going to have that much of a problem with them. If we do, oh, tell you what, man, the the riot, the pitchforks and the fires are going to start coming out because I, I don't see how we can escape losing to this team and not having, you know, mass hysteria around New York. Because to start off the year like we did and then to come out flat is not going to be a problem. Now, Now we have a quarterback problem. Bryce Petty, Geno Smith, Ryan Fitzpatrick. We don't know who's going to start. We have no idea. Um, he Bowles isn't saying much. You don't know if he's coming out and Fitzpatrick's going to be able to take the pain and, and start for us. So with that being said, do we want a hurt Fitzpatrick over a not hurt you know, Bryce Petty, or do you want, 
you know, an ailing shoulder Geno Smith over a, a, a fresh Bryce Petty who hasn't been active, hasn't taken one snap in an NFL game besides the preseason. But then again, you don't know how Bryce Petty's going to do. I'm, I always wanted Bryce Petty to sit, learn from Fitzpatrick, learn from Geno even, uh, just kind of take the year off and, and not have that pressure put on him. Because if he goes into this game, I mean, not only is pressure on you, you have the pressure of the year on you because you can't go four and four right now, especially with this tight. It looks like it's going to be a really tight wild card race. And now we lost the tiebreaker with the, the Raiders. So if we keep on hanging around the Raiders, we're not going to, we're not going to be in a good position to make the playoffs. So you, you that's going to be a lot of pressure on Bryce Petty in a situation where he didn't have any pressure for, for this whole year. And he didn't, wasn't expecting any pressure. And then our quarterbacks go out and don't know how to slide. And both of them get injured in the same game from not sliding. I mean, come on, this is, this is, this is the jets though. This is the jets. This is how they play their games. This is year in and year out stupid mistakes. Cause yeah, I understand you want to be competitive. You want to get those extra yards. Come on. Now, what did you do to us? What did you do to us now? Now we have nothing. And I'm on record saying that the Jets can win with probably any quarterback. And it's true because Geno came in and didn't play that bad this week. He threw one interception, yeah. But, I mean, when the defense can't stop a nosebleed, what are you going to do? Three straight touchdown drives in the first half. Make us go down, you know, 18 points. What are you going to do there? So we didn't stop them until the fourth quarter. All right? If if that game is any close, Gino put up 20 points. So he's capable of scoring. Now, I, I know it's against the Raiders, but, you know, you got Woodson out there who obviously picked up the pick off the ball on him, who just – won't stop. He he's like the ageless wonder. He pickles off every ball out there. But to not slide, to not slide in a situation where we can't afford to lose anybody, especially Ryan Fitzpatrick, and then Geno Smith. So now we got a gunslinging quarterback from Baylor who hasn't played an NFL down yet, coming in and trying to beat a team that can beat you if they're on. So now we got to rely on our defense, you know, not pooping all over that bed. And if they do, what are we going to do then? Are you going to blame it on a rookie quarterback? Just not knowing. I guess you can use that for one more week if he does start. He's taking the first team reps this week. Bring in Matt Flynn. Sign him up. He knows our system. Why isn't he in here? Give the kid a year off. I, I think it's a mistake bringing him in. A lot of people say, probably would say that, you know, they'd rather have Bryce Petty in there than Geno Smith. I don't agree with that. There's no way. Geno Smith is a better quarterback than Bryce Petty right now. But, he, you know, I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he comes in and absolutely throws the ball all over the field against the Jaguars, brings us to a W. And that's if he plays. It, and this is the thing about the NFL. They never want to tell you what's going on. They never want to tell you who's coming in, who's injured, who, what, what the real prognosis is. And they have to. And a lot of teams are getting in trouble for that now, lying about injuries and stuff. So 
I wish they had a better injury policy, especially with this game time decision stuff where teams just use and abuse that over and over, week in and week out. Guys you don't know are playing, play, and they had no problems playing. You, you look at them, they're having the game of their lives. And before the game, they were, they were uh, you know, probable or questionable or doubtful. I mean, come on. These are just words. Tell us if they're playing or not. You know. Game time decision is very, very, you know, very shady word to me. So the Jets have a, a lot of uh, an uphill battle this week, especially at the quarterback position. Um, if Brandon Marshall and Derek Decker are not going to be playing and are not listed, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Can't throw a ball to a tight end, having all year. So I don't, it's not even worth having a tight end on our team. It's just, I, I've never seen anything like it. What do we have, four targets to a tight end this year? That's insane. It's insane to me. I guess I, I know Brandon Marshall demands the ball almost every play. And Decker, you know, he gets, he's not the greatest route runner, but he gets, he gets open. So I guess with people like that, you, you gotta, you gotta feed them the ball. And that's what they're going to continue to do. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, 347-989-0635. Come back. We're going to start talking about the Giants and how they're going to do this week. And, um, you know, finish up with a little basketball. Be back after this. Wonderland 
Alright, we're back to Big Rig here. 347-989-0635 is the number to call. Follow me at Twitter. At the Big Rig Show. Uh, we're going to little I'll touch on a little bit of thing. Another thing from last, uh, this week coming up. You got the uh, Raiders playing the Steelers too in the AFC. So that's going to help the Jets a lot. I mean, you're guaranteed one of them to lose. So, I mean, for wild card purposes, well, you know, that's a good thing for the Jets. Now, uh, moving on to the Giants, the Los Gigantes, the New York football Giants. Uh, they got the Buccaneers, okay. Uh, the Buccaneers kind of are scary. They they started off the season slow, and they're starting to, you know, formulate into a, a kind of a not, a, not a winning team, but James Winston's starting to come around. He's got a few targets, you know, a few football players over there that can work for him. And uh, he's – He's not that bad of a quarterback, and he's he's showing you in his rookie year that he can play. Uh, as far as league rankings go, the offense, the Giants are 14th. The Buccaneers are 11th. Uh, defense, <laughs> what do you think the Giants are? You New York football Giant fans, what do you think the New York Giants are ranked in defense right now? Come on, say it with me now. 32nd. Yep, you're right, 32nd. Uh Bucks are fifteenth passing. Now, you would think the Giants would be a little higher than this because they just wanted to throw the ball over the field every week because they can't move the ball any way else. So, but they're eleventh in passing, and uh, the Bucks are twenty third. Uh, rushing, they're twenty seventh. The Giants, uh, the Bucks are fourth. Believe it or not, in rushing, fourth. So, uh, in the beginning of the year, the Giants were a rush, like run stop first team. And now they're kind of kind of getting away from that a little bit. Uh, I guess, it's, you know, the Cowboys damaged that a little bit when they put up 200 yards on them. But uh, last three games, head-to-head, Giants, 2012, 141-34. Uh, 2009, Giants shut them out, 24-0. And 2008, wow, it's a long time ago. The Giants won 24-14. So they're 3-0 again, too. So both New York teams are 3-0 against the teams in the last three games. Um, what does that mean? Absolutely nothing. That's what that means. So uh, you still got to play the game. You still got to be competitive. <clears throat> so it means absolutely nothing. Uh, I just like to go over it because it makes, you know, gives us a false sense of uh, hope that our team can continue the winning streak going on. Uh, the Giants, Prince of Mukamura, he might be coming back this week. And that's a huge, huge addition to your team. Uh, JPP might play this week. Another huge addition. Dad, you don't know what kind of shape he's going to be in. JPP might come back and not have, be a factor in the game at all. But something tells me that guy kind of likes being the underdog, kind of likes having this, you know, chip on the shoulder. I, something tells me he likes it. Uh, I think he'll come come in and make an immediate impact. I mean, Prince of Mukamura is definitely a better asset right now, especially with your defense and your secondary. You need you need him back. If you had him last week, it might have changed a little bit. But it's a, man, I, I don't know. You need John Beeson back too. So you get those guys back. I I don't know if John Beeson's coming coming back this week. 
But you get these guys back, and, and it seems like they're going to be playing this week. I, I, I can't see a reason why JPP wouldn't play this week. And Quincy Mora could return this week. If you get them back, you're, you're looking at a better overall defense. You got pressure up, you know, from the line. And you got coverage on the outsides now. So that's going to change your whole team defensively. So maybe you'll creep up out of that 32 spot and maybe get up to, like, 27th. Maybe a respectable 27th. Uh, you need to do something on D, though, because 30 seconds is not cutting, especially for a New York football team where we pretty much rely on our defense to get it done. You guys have won two Super Bowls with your defense. You know, you're a long ways off of Strahan, Tuck, Umanura, a long ways off. You're not even close to that. And to not fill and draft and replace these guys that you built your team around and you know what you're strong to, and you, and you have the formula for winning. You have this in that that kind of defense. Pressure from your front four, and a decent secondary, decent safety, and you could have that, but you don't. I guess a couple guys you drafted might you might have thought would have been better than they were, but they're not. Um, You've kind of got hit in the jackpot lately in in the draft. You got ODB, who's one of the best receivers in the league. You hit on that. You got Eric Flowers, who is probably going to be a franchise, you know, offensive lineman for the rest of his career. And he, I seen him getting fired up uh, last week, and everyone was talking about it how a rookie has to get the team fired up and stuff. I personally love that. I, I don't care who gets my team fired up. Uh, you know, a lot of people looked at it like, oh, what, what's this guy doing? He's been here five minutes, and, you know, he's got to get the, the veterans fired up. Yeah, why not? Who cares? What, do you want someone else? You want Eli doing it? Eli hasn't made a – hasn't cracked a smile in four years. So, I don't know what you're expecting from him as far as being a leader. Now, maybe in the locker room with his subtle ways he's a leader, yeah, that's fine. He's not going to sit there and, you know – Get the get the troops together and have a powwow. No, he's not going to do that. But if Eric Flowers wants to take control of that, yeah, by all means, Eric, go and do it. Get this team get this team going somewhere. Uh, Giants are four and four. It's still not bad. <laughs> I mean, if, if you look at the the divisions and the standings and stuff, I, I mean, everyone is so close. The Giants are in first place. It, which boggles my mind. You're, you, we're talking about a first place team here, and you just you just let up fifty two points. You have the worst defense in the league. Now, I would love to see when the last time the worst defense in the league through nine weeks is in first place. I don't think it's ever happened. That just show, it goes to show you what kind of shambles this division is in. Four and four, three and four, three and four, two and five. The Cowboys are one back in the loss column. Right now, one back in the loss column. Hey, you're letting them hang around. You let them hang around all year, and when you get Mr. Tony Romo back, you're in a whole heap of it, dude, because you don't play them again. Okay, you split <clears throat> You split the uh, series, 1-1. One, one. Uh, it, now it's going to go down to conference and you know, on overall record. So, I wouldn't let them hang around too much. Uh, I really wouldn't. The, the Eagles and the Redskins might just 
you know, take care of it, take care of each other for your, for them. So you need to start separating yourself. That loss last week. I mean, just think about it. You could be five and three right now. <clears throat> a giant, the Giants could be five and three with that. With a, with a better special teams play and a better coach game last week, you could have been five and three. And it's kind of sickening if you're a Giant fan because you want that. You, you need these games right now. You have to step, start separating yourself because Tony Romo can falter, but I have a feeling he's going to come back like Tom Brady when he's done and start just throwing bombs all over the field. Someone sound the air marshal because Tony Romo's coming to drop bombs, and we'll see what happens. I, I don't think the Giants are going to be in first place with them only one game back. In the loss column. Because you know what he's doing right now, Tony Romo. I am making the hammer. Put in my room. He's making the hammer. He's making the hammer and coming in and getting ready to come in and, and just destroy the league. So, with that being said, the Giants have a lot of work to do. They're playing the Bucks. Uh Now, the Bucks, like I said, they're they're a pretty decent football team. You got a lot to go by. It's not going to be as easy as, let's say, you know, this Jaguar game. <laughs> not that I, uh, you know, I think the Jaguars is an easy team, but it's just I'd rather be playing the Jaguars right now than the Bucks. The Bucks can run, and if Jameis Winston starts throwing the ball and he's accurate and he's on, you're gonna have a hell of a time versus him. So, Giants are four and four. They're five hundred. I mean, I, I guess you can't ask for much more than that. The Jets are four and three, uh, second place. I wonder how they are in the. Uh, I wonder if they're starting to come up with the, you know, the postseason brackets and stuff. Yeah, I guess it's a little too early for that. I guess they don't do the uh, wild card seedings. If they do, it's not on here. Um. So. <clears throat> we'll look at that probably later on next week. It'll probably be start coming out. And uh, as far as the Giants and Jets go, uh, hey, this is a huge week for them. Both coming off a loss. Jets are coming off two in a row. The Giants need to come out and win. Uh, we're going to start talking about basketball. Preview the games tonight. Uh, we have the Knicks playing the Cavaliers, which is not a good sign. You know, the Cavaliers are a great team. Knicks are not right now. The Knicks aren't a great team. And I think they're better than people think they are. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. We're going to go over the Nets and how what an abysmal performance they've given the uh, the NBA so far. And we'll see. It almost looks like the Knicks from last year. So we'll see what they do. Uh, it's not going to be much. 347-989-0635 is the number to call. Follow me at The Big Rig Show on Twitter. Back up to this.
up? It's your big rig here. 347-990-6350 is the number to call. Follow me at the Big Rig Show on Twitter. And we're going to talk a little bit of Knicks basketball. Um, now, the Knicks are a completely different team from last year. And this is why I said you can't really judge them from last year's team because we have so many different players and so many different additions that you don't know how this team is going to formulate. You still have Anthony, right? Anthony is, you know, your your guy. He's your go-to guy. He's the leader of the team. He's going to win you games just for him being himself. He's averaging 23 points per game. Um, last season, he was 24.2, but he didn't play a full year. Uh, he's That guy is going to take a lot of shots. Uh, the triangle doesn't look very promising right now, but we'll see what happens. Now, Anthony was also our rebound leader last year at 6.6. Guess what? Well, there's a new sheriff in town with where he rebounds, and his name is Chris Taps Porzingis, and he's got an 8.3 right now. So finally got a guy that could rebound a little bit better, and that was a huge problem with the Knicks last year, rebounding. And not just last year, a couple of previous years before that too. They can't rebound. You know, they can't steal the ball. They can't block the ball. And the offensive rebounds were killing them. So hopefully Chris Stapps comes in and fixes this. Hopefully he'll keep on pushing throughout the year and get this going. Uh, Clee Anthony early. You know, you have all these new faces. I mean, Calderon was here last year. We got Robin Lopez, Jerry and Grant, Chris Stapps. These guys are all new additions to the team. So, hey, you don't know what's going to happen. It's a it's a new look team, uh, same coaching regime as last year, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. It, it, it's how the players react to the system, and you have these new players who are reacting to the system, and they're two and two right now. They played Atlanta, Milwaukee, San Antonio, and Washington. All right, these are all playoff caliber teams. Now, you can argue Milwaukee's falling apart a little bit from last year. But the other three are are great teams. You know, you go into Washington and you handle the Bullets with ease, put up 117 on them. Hey, I'll take that every time. Now, you play the Spurs and you put up 84. But the scoring drought, I mean, that's that looks like the anomaly this year because – you put up 122. You put up 101 on the uh, on the Falcon, uh, the Hawks rather. So it goes to show you what kind of team this is going to be. We're going to be able to score this year. It feels like finally, especially against teams that are good. Now, in those wins where they scored over 100 points, they had over 40 percent field goal percentage. You know, Atlanta was a little low, like 40.9. Milwaukee was 45, and the Bullets, they were just on fire at 47.7%. And they made almost half of the three threes. That's pretty impressive. When you make almost half of your threes, you're going you're gonna to win the game. Um, now against the Spurs, they put up 36% field goal percentage and 30% threes. So, I mean, it tells you right there what you're looking at <clears throat> when you're not shooting good. And this happens to every team. When you're kind of a shooting team and you rely on your outside perimeter shots and all that, if you're off, you're going to lose the game. Now, good teams 
can always go in the paint and score. And Cleveland does that. You know, San Antonio can do that. So that's how they pull out these rough wins. And last night or two nights ago was a rough win because they had to fight for it. But when you're shooting 90% free throw one game and then 76 the next game, uh, come on now, 76% free throw shooting? That's a little ridiculous to me. Uh, so they got a lot of things to start tightening up the Knicks. And if they do, I think they're going to be re- really, really dangerous in the East. Now, it doesn't take a lot to win in the East. We've all seen that before. we got teams that are just bad, 35 wins making the playoffs. And I do think the, the Knicks can get to 35 wins this year. I, I, I really do. I don't think it's a you know this unplausible feat that they cannot get the 35 wins. I mean, come on, they got Carmelo Anthony on the team, He's getting a little older, but they can still win with him, and they can get. I mean, he's good for 25, 30 wins alone. And this guy who they crucified in the draft, D League player Chris Porzingis. Oh, he's a D League player. Who is this guy? We want a name. We want a name. Well, guess what? You really think Phil Jackson didn't do his research? You didn't think he he understood who he was taking? And this guy is looking great right now. He is looking like very decent NBA player. Let's say that. Let's not let's not blow him through the water already and say he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Because you know what? You got a loaf of bread. You got a knife. You slice it. It's not that big of a deal. And the same thing with Kristaps Porzingis. He's a good he's a good basketball player. This guy's seven three. Seven three, two hundred and forty pounds. What a beast, man. What a beast. His his rebounds alone are an impro- improvement. You got Aaron Aflalo too. Forgot about him. Defender. Need him to come up big. So this team is, is definitely different than it used to be. A lot of a lot of different faces. Derek Williams started the year on fire. Sasha Vucevic. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so with the Knicks, this is gonna be a kind of like your your beginning of the year meter. You know, this is this is how you're gonna tell what kind of team the Knicks are. They're gonna go in there and get blown the doors blown off. You're going to be like, ah, man, you I mean, you're going to keep on moving on with your head up, but you're going to be like, yeah, man, this, you know, I don't know. I don't know what we have. If they're competitive tonight, you're going to get, a, you're going to start getting a little more excited. If they win tonight, you're going to get really excited. Cause that means out of the five teams we played who are playoff caliber teams, we're three and five, three and two against them in five games. So, if you want to think of it like that, hey, I, I have a good feeling about the Knicks. I, listen, I look at teams through rose-colored glasses, glasses sometimes, which is kind of a downfall for me. But I, you know what? I don't care. My radio show. If you don't like it, go listen somewhere else. <laughs> if you like the teams I like, you're going to like my radio show. But, hey, listen, hey, I take care of my other teams. I take care of the Giants. I take care of the Nets. Now, the Nets are, <clears throat> to me, I just don't see how they're going to do anything this year. I mean, 
yeah, they, they had a talent, but they had old talent. Now Deron Williams is gone. Everyone's gone. Not that Deron Williams, you know, came out and did anything when he was here. Guy was one of the worst clutch players in NBA history. You can't find a worse clutch player than Deron Williams, I don't think. I mean, every now and then you think he'd be able to do something. But let's not talk about him because he's not on the team anymore. We're going to go over, you know, you got Borgnani, Bogdanovich, okay, Brooke Lopez. I mean, <laughs> that guy talks. It's funny. Uh, you know, he, you need him to, to be – Brooke Lopez, you need him to be healthy and stay in the game. Joe Johnson, hey, you want to talk about Deron Williams not being clutch? You're talking about one of the clutch players right there. And hammer it down. Daggers. He throws He throws three daggers down. Shane Larkin. You know, you got hey, I don't see you winning with this team. I'm just going over your roster right now. And... It's not looking good. It's not. Uh, my buddy made a bet with me that the the Knicks will the Nets will have a better record than the Knicks this year. Yeah, that's not happening. I should just I should just go spend that money right now because it's mine. And the, <laughs> that's all there is to it. So the Nets. Uh, I mean, there's not really that much to say. You're you're the Brooklyn Nets, and you're not going to win a lot of games. That's that's all I can say right now. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Three four seven nine eight nine zero six three five is the number to call. Follow me at The Big Rick Show on Twitter. Be back after this.
breaking news. It's the MLB hot stove report. Oh, yes, yes, already. Already. We're getting into the hot stove news of baseball. Why? Because we can, and there's only a little bit of left show left, and I want to talk about it. Um, so, Greinke opts out. $71 million remaining on his contract. He's He goes, he tosses his hat into the free agent pile. You got Cespedes, Cueto, David Price. A lot of big, big-time names in free agency. A lot of a lot of good feelings coming. If you're a team that needs a pitcher or needs a bat, uh, you got some options there. Now, whether willing your your team is uh, able to afford one of these guys or or not out the the Mets. Who knows what they're going to do? I I prefer the Mets kind of not pick up Cespedes or Murphy back and and go after someone that could benefit their team a little bit more. Um, Maybe Cespedes, but you don't want to pay that guy, and especially the way he he just handled himself in the playoffs. I, I wouldn't do it. Um, the Yankees, the Yankees are going to be looking to pick up someone. It's almost a guarantee. They're 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 there every year. They say they're not going to do it, and they always do. They always wind up doing it. I mean, I, I don't know who they're going to get. Uh, I guess a lefty. Would be would be better. They're kind of eyeing. I heard a couple, you know, buzz, little buzz going around. That they're trying to get uh, Strasburg. Uh, I I don't put anything past the Yankees now. Anybody that tells you that the Yankees are not going after someone or or wouldn't go after this because of money or or anything like that, I call them a fool because they're not. They don't know what they're talking about because the Yankees will, if they want someone, they'll go out and get them. Uh, luxury tax cap or not, they they don't care. And hey, I wish my team was like that. My team, you know, they kind of have like a – the Giants have like a a mid, you know, money ball slash go out and get people slash farm system team. I, hey, it works. I'm not complaining. Uh, the Yankees do it another way. They buy their, their players, and it works too. Uh, hasn't worked in a while. Hasn't worked since 2009. But it works. And the Mets, you know, they, they built it through the farm system. You know, thank Omar Minaya for that because he built this whole team, aside from the fact that a couple of, you know, just mindless transactions Sandy Alderson had to use that would just bolster the team. I mean, it wasn't hard. But Omar Minaya had a big part in this team's success. Uh, so if you have a team that, is going to go out and spend a lot of money. You're kind of excited about this free agent. We haven't seen a free agency like this in a, in a couple of years, in a lot of years, with all these huge names, these pitch, there's pitchers everywhere, everywhere. Not so many bats, a lot of pitchers everywhere. So, hey, if you need a pitcher, and if you, if you're anyone other than the Mets, you probably need a pitcher. So, they're out there. It all depends if your GM's willing to sign them. Uh, we'll see about that. Uh, we're going to have a Giants Giants writer come on. Paul Jagger, what's his name? is from Giants Extra. Uh, follow him at Giants Extra on Twitter. Uh, he'll be on tomorrow. I'm trying to get Hillary back. Uh, we'll see if she can make it tomorrow. She has a kind of a trip to go to. So Hillary Garza from the JetPress.com, uh, editorialist, writer. Uh, she'll be on hopefully tomorrow. 
if not, we'll get her in next week. And we have Hulse's Hot Picks coming in on Friday. So we got kind of a rest of a football-filled week, I'd say, uh, because, you know what, football is a dominating sport, and everyone loves football, and that's what we're going to talk about. And I love football, too. So we're going to do that, talk about football, get these writers in, see how they feel about their teams. And that's it. And uh, it's your big rig here. Three four seven nine eight nine zero six three five is the number to call. Follow me at the Big Rig Show on Twitter. And as always, hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. I'm glad we cleared that up. It was it was just hanging around in the air, and I, I just didn't know how to react. See you later, folks. 